Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you check out the brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, you get to hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. It's really win-win there. But Locked On College Basketball is available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Now, in the first segment, we talked about 2024 and how important it could be. In the first year of the playoff and everything's going on, it's going to be absolutely massive. And another portion of that 2024 season will be Texas and Oklahoma coming into the Southeastern Conference. Now, my take on this probably is not going to be shared by many people. Now, the difference between the Big 12 and the SEC is the Big 12 usually has three teams that are elite super teams that at some point can jump up and get you. Two of them are Texas and Oklahoma. They're going to come over to the SEC to where they're just another of six or seven or eight teams that have a chance to jump up and get you. That's what makes the SEC so good. But it's not another animal that you need to be afraid of. They're not going from AAA baseball to the um, NFL or major leagues. They're not going um, from the D-League to the NBA. They're going from a slightly less competitive conference to a slightly more competitive conference. So a good team is a good team regardless if they're Texas, Oklahoma or not. If you have a good team, you're going to be able to compete in the SEC. Ole Miss has done it for the past three years. If you have a good team, you can get there. They recruit really well. You're talking about recruiting classes that are in the top 10 in the country. Texas has more money than they know what to do with. In this age of NIL, it's not going to be a problem to recruit. So I am looking forward to a little bit of the general SEC fans. It's like, oh, Texas and Oklahoma is not ready for this. And that line of thinking and having to eat much that much crow because there are going to be receipts saved at the end of this. And and Texas is going probably going to go like nine and three and Oklahoma might go eight and four and everybody's going to like see and it's like, well, Oklahoma went six and seven this year and Texas went eight and four. At the end of the day, there's not much difference between the conferences. The only thing that is different between the conferences is the outward perception that it gets. Texas A&M is first year won 10 games. Missouri has two SEC East titles. That happened in a decade of them coming into the league. And this was them coming into a league right off of Florida and LSU and Alabama winning national champions, real similar to what Texas and Oklahoma is going to walk into. Now, is the SEC a good conference? Yes. Is it the best conference in the country? Yes. Is it that much better than the Big 12? No. Now, Georgia might be better than TCU by four or five touchdowns. That's that's not debatable. But Texas being there, are they really going to be an underdog to Auburn? Are they really going to be an underdog to LSU necessarily? Now, good teams, they can jump up and get you from time to time. But it's not something that is going to, I don't know, be transcendent. The SEC, like I said, the best conference in college football. That's bar none. Just look at the national championships, the playoff stat. The stats are all there. 
But there's a narrative that has been created that the SEC is essentially like moving up to the NFL light and everybody else is playing a different game, and that's simply not the case. If you're recruiting well, you're pretty good. Ask Ohio State. Ohio State played really well against Georgia in that semifinal game. Probably should have won the game. The Big Ten showed relatively well. And the team that boat raced Ohio State got beat by TCU in the playoff. It's not that much of a gap. That's my point. So don't expect Texas and Oklahoma to come into the SEC and throw up a four and eight, throw up a five and seven. That that's just not going to happen. I expect nine and three, maybe an eight and four, something like that. But they're not going to come in and throw up a a horrible score. They're not going to 12 putt their entrance into this league. If you're thinking they will, you're going to be disappointed. Now, if you think Texas and Oklahoma is going to come in and do exactly what they did in the Big 12, probably not going to do that either. Because, like I said, a 11 and 1 in the Big 12, okay? If you have an 11 and 1, if Oklahoma is going 11 and 1, that equates to to a 9-3 in the SEC. But with a 12-team playoff, which we talked about in the first segment, that 9-3 doesn't hurt you. There's a likely you can get into the tournament with that 9-3 record. And this meat grinder that the SEC is going to become gets a chance to be really special, really fun. Gets to be next level. And it should be really interesting to everybody involved, honestly. Should be fun. But I'm looking forward to Texas coming in the league. Um, It's one of those situations. Texas A&M fans have annoyed me over time. And bringing Texas in the league is kind of like, hey, you've got a pest problem. Bring in their natural predator. So I'm going to enjoy watching them go back and forth. I'm going to enjoy Oklahoma kind of sitting back and looking at everybody go back and forth. I'm looking forward to see if Oklahoma and Arkansas becomes a legit game. They've played like 14 times in 100 years. I want to see what that game can become. I am really unbelievably over the moon excited about Texas and Oklahoma coming into the SEC. Over the moon. I'm looking forward to all things that could transpire. But most importantly, I'm looking forward to seeing what Ole Miss can do. You know, Ole Miss, the last time they played Texas, they beat Texas. The last time they played Oklahoma, they beat Oklahoma. This isn't like some kind of foreign concept that's going on. Ole Miss won a national championship in baseball, beating Oklahoma. Texas has more College World Series wins than most any other school, more than most appearances. So baseball is going to be really good in the SEC moving forward. Softball is going to be really good in the SEC moving forward. Women's basketball, basketball, everything is helped by bringing Texas and Oklahoma into the league. It was a no-brainer. It's the reason that whenever Texas A&M was stomping their feet with their fingers in their ears running around trying to keep Texas from being able to get into the conference, that everybody ignored them. 
And everybody else needs to realize that Oklahoma and Texas is not going to come into the SEC and do the same thing they did in the Big 12. Because while in the Big 12, there maybe was one other school that could say with a very mousy, sheepish, sheepish voice, and eh, I don't know if we should do that. In the SEC, you got six teams that'll just say no. We'll do them exactly like we did Texas A&M. That is why that doesn't happen in this league is because there are so many teams that are successful, that have money, that has a little bit of power, has a little bit of clout. That prevents that situation from happening in this league. It's the reason we're so freaking powerful. Even the Big Ten that wants to do it, they can't do what we do because they don't have the track record, everything written down of exactly how it could go. And it's absolutely fantastic, honestly. So, looking for a delicious treat, but do not want all the fat and calories, then you've got to try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. Um, but with Built, healthy is actually tasty, seriously. They're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. It's perfect for your New Year's resolution if you're still doing it in mid-February. What makes the Built Bar so good? Well, they're 100% real chocolate for one. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I am not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, with a whopping 17 grams of protein. But now, this is very important. Everybody needs to listen to. You don't need to just go to Built.com and make an order like we've told you for years at this point. You can go to the nearest Walmart, into the pharmacy section, pick up a four-pack of Built Bars. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk into the pharmacy section. Grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up that four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you are close to a Sam's Club, though, this is this is awesome. Run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. It's not just go to Built.com and put in the promo code LOCKEDON15 anymore. Now you can go to Walmart and do it. They're expanding. It's really cool stuff. I've got Built Bars all in my freezer. Um, really, really good stuff. I'm pretty fired up about that. So check those guys out right now. 